9 p.m. at night, 10 p.m. at night, Ventures hits the spot. 9 or 10 p.m. at night? Uh, is, is that about how late you guys stay up there? Oh, I please tell me that, there, there, Please tell me it's some sort of nightlife out there where I'm going, dude. I'm going to be spending five days of my life there. So please tell me it's something out there for me to enjoy. Please tell me that. Let me hang on. Let me ask the future Mrs. Times. Is there any nightlife out here in Rochester, or at least right where we are? No, no. But there is some pe- some strange people right across the street from us. Do they? Okay. We got a telescope on them. We watch them. Well, That's how we break up our boring yeah, right. night. There's a female there, right? Uh, she's elderly. How elderly? She, uh, like grandma. Oh. Maybe I'm even older than side. grandma. I, I, oh. No. I'm in the middle yeah. of gilts or good gilts in your case. I don't know. But I bet you she makes a mean glass of uh, lemonade if you ask her real nice. Actually, I do like lemonade, so I think I might have to take her up on that. There you go. There you go. So, folks, of course, now that we've uh, thoroughly entertained you for the first five minutes of the show, we must remind you that we are a wrestling show. And, uh, God, if you want to jump aboard and talk about all that's going on in the world of professional wrestling, call us up at area code 646-915-9116. Once again, number is area code 646 Shut that dog up. Here we go, 646-915-9116. <laughs> By the way, when I go up there, when I go up there on Friday, I, you know, don't want that little hellion biting me. Uh, the little hellion won't bite you. She'll probably just want to love you. And right now what she's doing is staring at Darth Vader. Uh, she's not in heat, right? Because I don't really feel like getting home by <laughs> her at all. Oh. Now, she doesn't I mean, like the dark me. You're I mean, okay. Wait, what? Uh, he doesn't like dark meat. Are you done? Really? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I'm good. See, no, 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 see, 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 I, I'm already leery. I'm already suspicious of going out there because I'm, I'm afraid I'm, I'm gonna go out there and not come back because you know, it's gonna be like a clan rally, right? Right, right off the plane, and so, you know. You, you might not want to throw in the whole dark meat thing because I don't think black people are really allowed up there in Rochester. So you want to soothe my mind, put, put my mind at ease, not try to rile it all up. That's not good. true. True, true, true. But once again, folks, call call us up and uh, talk about anything that's going on in the world of professional wrestling. Once again, six four six nine one five nine one one six. If you if you're dialed in and you want to talk to us, then go up, go ahead and press the number one. Press the number one on your phone, and we will uh, know that you want to talk to us. Otherwise, just you know, just uh, just if you want to listen to us, then just don't press anything, and we'll know that you're just calling in to just listen in to our show. Once again, call us up six four six nine one five nine one one six, and when you're prompted, just press the number one, so we'll know that you're that you're on the phone and you actually want to talk. Uh, talk to us, to my to myself and Justin. But, of course, last night, Monday Night Raw, the last, the go-home show, the last Monday Night Raw before Night of Champions, your initial and, thoughts. And, 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 it was also the season premiere. 
It was a season premiere. Yes, it was. Okay. And, 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 it had by far the return of the greatest thing ever created by Eric Bischoff. Robert Roulette, I'm assuming. It's midget on a pole. Yes, but we didn't see that. See, I mean, I know. you know what? You know how disappointing that made me? When when uh, when we saw that, or when at least when they showed that on on camera, I thought to myself, okay, what is this a uh, a Bischoff special or like a Russo a Russo special? Because anything on a pole is like that's right up Russo's Russo's alley. I'm just saying he's he's all about those poles. I'm not sure about he that. Is. He likes his pole shaft for some reason. I don't, I don't know. He's he's also sort of pole fetish. It's kind of weird. Been like very, very weird. But your initial thoughts, besides you being disappointed about the image in the pole match, um, by the way, is it still not PC to call them midgets, or are they supposed to be called little people because midgets seems less offensive than little people to me? I think uh, midgets are quite all right. Okay, fine. All right, so besides that, your initial thoughts on what happened on Monday Night Raw last night. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it every, like you said, every match was a spin of the wheel. Got to see a little uh, John Morrison workout routine right there. Yeah, I mean, and let's talk about that for a second. I mean, John Morrison, you know, when I first saw it, it was like, okay, that's interesting. You know, it, it's something new. It's something different. We haven't really seen anything like that on WWE TV, TV before. But I don't know. I mean, it was different. Um, I I don't know. I mean, could it mean you know re- renewed interest or re- renewed faith in uh, John Morrison because of showing it, you know his old his old backstage workout thing? It it seemed kind of like it seemed cool, but then kind of like weird at the very end because he, he just goes out of his way to ignore the camera where it was quite obvious that it was, like, looking at him right in the face. It seemed kind of weird to me. It's but, just awesome. kind of weird. But, yeah. but it was good to see that routine, though, because the only time you got to see that routine was in his DVD. I, I never saw a DVD. I don't own it. I, I've, I've never seen it either, but I've seen it in the previews. Ah, uh, okay. All right. What do the announcers call it? Like, the... The, the, the hardcore workout, or, or something? It's called the hardcore workout, yeah. It's, it's pretty much yeah. all just, like, free climbing. Yeah, I mean, you know, that that seemed cool. You know, he was, he was hopping over boxes and climbing up walls and, like, acting like Spider-Man. And, and it, it, it was basically, like, a makeshift backstage WWE version of the Eliminator from American Gladiator. Is that exactly what, I mean, that that's really what it looked like. It's like an obstacle sure. course. But John Morrison like obstacle course because it looked like something that almost everybody could do if they wanted to. Yeah, I mean, you know, it it seems like a like a uh, a schoolyard workout if you're in elementary school. Um, quickly, your thoughts on, on the match that John Morrison had with uh, Sheamus, which I, I just to me personally, I, I, thought, I thought that was that was a fantastic match. It was a very good match in my opinion, and I think that John Morrison is a star. Because of it, or, or he's going to – this is going to be one of those matches that's going to be a, a very star-making moment 
that people aren't going to look back and remember, hey, that match with Seamus back in September 2010, I think that a lot of people are going to point to this match and be like, okay, that's that's the time when John Morrison kind of broke out. What, what was your thoughts on uh, Morrison and Seamus last night? I thought that was a very good exchange between the two. I mean, uh, uh, it was it's good to see Morrison get a push, like we talked about before. Morrison yeah. is very well deserving of getting a push. I mean, he's been helped. He, okay, if we can go back, we can go back to like the Jack Swagger debate, like we had back in February, how he was being held down. Right. It's pretty much like the same same thing that they were doing with him. I mean, and why does the Fed do that? Why does the Fed go through phases where they're really, really high on a guy, and then, then they push him to the top pretty quickly, and then they cool off on them just like just just as fast as they just hot shot him? They just they, they just pour water all over him and then just slow him down. Why do they do that? I mean, these stop and start pushes aren't helping. Anybody, it, it's not helping the fence business, and it's not helping the guys that are going through these things. So, just why do you think that that these guys aren't really? Why do they do it? To push? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they do it just to test the waters to see the crowd reaction that they can get from them. I guess that's true. I mean, it, it's they, they don't look at Kofi. They did for Kofi. They cooled him down. They brought him back. Cooled him down, and they're just probably testing the water to see how the fan reactions are going to be with him. Yeah, I mean, but it's like that with if, if, with every guy. It's like I don't get like if a guy really catches fire like like uh, Kobe Kingston did, if he caught on fire, which he did, he was hot for about a month, and then and, and then and suddenly he he just like started losing lots of radio, and then he just got knocked down the card. If you catch lightning in a bottle like that. The Fed is not going to get 100% behind you. That's going to end up costing the guy. And I think that Kofi right now, even a year later, almost a year later, is still suffering because of it, because of that start-stop push that people have just grown accustomed to, but they can never really get behind the guy if they know that they're just going to have have their push just diminished in a matter of weeks. True. I have to agree, but then it's also kind of like, what were they kind of doing with Carlito, too? They would give him a push, drop away, come back, drop away. Then they just released him. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess. I mean, no, no you're... Okay, okay, you're going to take two. Charlie Hoff, with him and all his impersonations. He was hot, he was getting popular, and then all of a sudden he kind of just fell off the planet again. That's true. And and we'll uh, we'll get back, we will get back to, to that talk in just a minute, but we have our first caller, Justin. Are you ready to take this call, buddy? Always ready. All right. I I, I believe, I, I believe if I remember this number correctly, this is uh, from XWW. It's going to be Mr. California. Mr. California, buddy, is this you? That's right, brother. You got to run the Dartmouth. That's me. How's it going, buddy? It's going, it's going good and it's going bad at the same time, brother, because uh, if you guys heard over the Internet, it was uh, 
It's been blast all over the internet. My, a good friend of mine's uh, in a bad turn passed away two weeks ago by the name of uh, J.C. Bailey, brother. And uh, I just I just came and called to to Atomic Drop just to uh, take a little bit of your time, brother, and share a little bit of moments of my good friend J.C. Bailey that passed away uh, two weeks ago. You know, uh, I, don't, I don't know really exactly from what, and I can't really say, you know what I mean? But uh, we, we're going to dedicate the show that I have coming up in October 23rd to him and uh, his family, brother, you know what I mean? So uh, he was a, probably one of the greatest uh, deathmatch wrestlers, a hybrid wrestler, brother. He could do it all. He can wrestle. He can chain wrestle. He can get down with the sick wrestlers, too, with the blood baths and the thumbtacks and the barbed wire. And uh, it's a shame he passed away, you know what I mean? A lot of, a lot of our fallen heroes are passing away, you know what I mean? Uh, this one really hurt me because uh, he was really close to me. He was almost like a brother to me, you know what I mean? Like a little brother. And can you just talk about how how you guys, you know, came so close. I mean, obviously, you know, they say that the wrestling business is, is kind of like an extended family, but just how close, I mean, you, you said that you were like brothers, but how did you guys get so close in the, in the beginning? Uh, well, I, I, I met J.C., if I, if I could go, we could go back in time. Uh, I met J.C. Bailey back in 2004, brother, uh, you know, and uh, – uh, Tutu of Tony, another fellow wrestler buddy, called me up and he told me, hey, man, you know, I got this young kid. Have you ever heard of him? You know, since I'm a promoter, you know, I promote, but I'm the only one that does around Southern California area. I'm the only one known to do death matches since, uh, you know, XPW doesn't do, uh, uh, you know, stop doing shows. Uh, so then he called me up. He said, hey, man, you heard, you heard of this guy named J.C. Bailey? I was like, yeah, I heard of J.C. Bailey, man. He's a pretty good worker, man. He's a young kid. He said, you should try him out. So then I, you know, I flew him in. We had a match, me and Tutu Tony, and we did a three-way dance. And it was pretty sick because the kid took a dollar bill to his tongue. I stapled a dollar bill to his tongue. And I think I stapled, like, one in his throat and a couple in his ribs. And uh, he took, uh, like, one of uh, one of my finishers. And it's kind of like a kryptonite crunch. You know, Michael Modest used to do it back in the days. Supernova does it. You know, and then I, I think I dumped him on a broken glass and light tubes, and he was shirtless, man. After Since then that day... We shook hands and we became good friends. And after, I just, you know, on and on, I brought him out several times. You know, I brought him out like back in July of this year, and we did uh, the we did the first ever barefooted light tubes, thumbtacks, and syringe death match. That to this day everybody talks about saying it's one of the sickest death matches in uh, Southern California history, man. As as uh, the man, you know, he's a good friend of mine. Bless his soul, rest in peace, J.C. Bailey. Uh, he took a needle in the foot, brother, and it was. And everybody literally in the locker, locker room to the to the arena literally was like, oh, my God. They couldn't believe what, what the needle was in his foot, man. They were just, just tripping out and shocked. The girls were, like, crying. They were, like, it was mixed emotions because no one believed what, what I just done to J.C. Bailey, you know. But he did it for me, and he, and he put me over. And even though he won the match and he cut me up pretty bad, uh, but he, he, he did it for me. He's like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do something for you that I don't do for a lot of people, man. And he, and he did it, you know what I mean? That's, a, that's a, how much respect me and JC had together, you know what I mean? As friends, we're more than friends, you know what I mean? We're good friends. We're like, we're like, like I said, brothers, you know, practically. Nothing screams a friendship like stapling another man's throat with a staple gun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that's how a friendship is defined, I, I am truly missing the mark right now on all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't forget the needle in the foot, man. Needle in the foot. It's only been done twice. It's only been done twice in the world, man. Hasn't been done in Japan. It's never been done in Japan. It's only been done in South Philadelphia and Southern California, man. 
twice, and it's just been done by J.C. Bailey. He took he's the only guy that ever took it in the foot and the throw. He took him in the Adam's apple, man. Took a syringe. Sickest <laughs> guy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> just check it out, man. You should check it out on YouTube. It's just ridiculous, man, how he took that. Even the guy that gave it to him, man, he was tripping out. He's like, he, he had to turn his head when he, when he actually sticked the syringe in his Adam's apple, man. It was, like, ridiculous. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, man. Uh, that's brutal, man. But, I mean, that's just a, uh, a testament of how dedicated he was to, you know, to his draft and everything like that. So, I talked to him. And, of course, you just shared an in-ring moment from his career. But just you – if you don't mind, what what was one or 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 maybe just the most memorable moment or memory that you have of him, perhaps outside the ring, just, just maybe backstage or, or on the road or something like that? Are you talking about like not not, not wrestling related? You mean? Well, yeah, right. Uh, well, it has to be, brother. When when you came here last year, well, this year actually, like in April of 2010, he came down to California. I brought him down, picked him up in the airport, brother. We went down, he's like, brother, the first thing he looked at me, he turned around, he said, Mr. California, let's go to the strip club. I was like, holy shit, let's go, JC. So he looked out of the strip club, brother, and this guy, I, you know, I just paid him, you know, as a promoter-wise. I, you know, I like to pay my guys up ahead before they, they wrestle, you know. I make them feel good. You make them want to wrestle, you know what I mean? So I paid him his money. He goes there, and we go in, he's like, brother, I'm not going to spend one dime of the money you just paid me on these girls. So I was like, all right. And I, and I was just like thinking, yeah, right, watch where you see the girls, you know what I mean? So then he goes up, and then uh, we're sitting down right there at this local club here here in Southern California, you know, and uh, we were sitting there, and uh, and then this girl comes up to me. This girl, you, you know, because I, I usually go to strip clubs once in a great while when I can, you know, when I get away from my wife. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, we're sitting there, and she goes up, and she's like, hey, uh, how's it going, Mr. California? She actually, she's been to my shows, you know what I mean? And then... um. She sits right next to me, and J.C. Bailey has a heavy accent, brother, Louisville, Kentucky accent, you know, hillbilly accent. So then he sits down, the girl sits down in the middle between both of us, and then she goes, um, who's your friend? She's like, oh, this is my friend J.C. Bailey, professional wrestler. So really? That skinny little fuck, the wrestler? You know, she's like, yeah, that's a wrestler. And then J.C. turns around and he goes, you don't know who I am? She's like, no, I don't know who you are. I've never heard of you. I've never seen you. So I'm J.C. Bailey. She's like, I'm J.C. Bailey. I'm the ultraviolet king of death matches. She's like, you better recognize who I am, sweetie. And she's like, I can take you back there and show you what's up. She's like, and then he told me, like, remember, remember what I said? He never, he said he was going to spend a dime. So he goes back there, but practically spends all his money on this girl. And I said, what happened, J.C.? I thought you were going to spend no money, brother. He's like, oh, man, you know, she was kind of, you know, this and that, this and that. And then that was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen of J.C. Bailey. He, he he wasn't going to spend his money, but he did. You know what I mean? That was J.C. Bailey. Even though, you know, he did, we did a couple more shows, and he made his money back, you know what I mean? So, but it was all good, you know what I mean? He was a, a fun guy. He was, he would mess around, you know what I mean? He he, he, would, he would talk about the shit behind, you know, behind people's back. But, you know, it was all good, you know what I mean? He didn't, he didn't mean it in a bad way, you know? So, so he was J.C. Bailey, you know what I mean? I, I love, I love, I love the guy. Even though he was younger than me, he was a young kid. He had his demons, like everybody has their demons, you know what I mean? But, man, I love that kid, man. He, you know, pretty good. when he came to my house, man, I told him, you know what, JC, just sleep in my bed. I, I, I ain't even going to freaking trip, man. I'll sleep in the couch, you sleep in my bed, brother. And he, he, I used to do that stuff for, for JC, you know what I mean? I wasn't like, I wasn't uptight with him. He was like a brother. 
of course, your next show is, is coming up. It's, it's coming up what, in October. I believe it's going to be October twenty third, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, correct. Right. So, um, uh, do you have a lineup or um or or? Yeah, actually, you, actually, actually I, I actually do have a lineup, brother. It's actually it's actually going to be something I haven't I've never done, and I'm going to actually try to do it for the honor of JC Bailey. Uh, we're going to have not one, not two, but three death matches that night, brother. Three right, death matches. Yeah, they're going to be involved. We're going to have myself, Mr. California versus the Freak Show from the IWA Mid-South and Deep South area. He's coming down. He's also also a good friend of JC. He wrestled JC several times out there in uh, in, in, in uh, Kentucky area. And also, uh, there's going to be uh, Amos the Strangler versus Mars Olsen in an unlucky 13th staple gun match. One of JC's favorites. We gotta put, you gotta put six, whoever put six dollars, you know, one dollar bills, but you gotta put six dollars in your, in your body parts. Whoever put six dollars wins the match. You gotta staple six dollars to your body parts. Any body part, tongue, lip, your, your throat, your feet, whatever, you know what I mean? And we're also gonna have, uh, Carnage versus Duke Suicide and, uh, Taipei, uh, Shower door death match, brother. So that's gonna be a uh, that's gonna be pretty crazy. You know what I mean? But I don't think it's gonna be more crazy than my match. We're gonna have uh, sheets of glass, syringes, cactus. We're gonna have syringes, cactus. Like I said, we're gonna have light tubes. We're gonna have barbed wire. We're gonna have a lot of sick shit, man. In my match, man. We're gonna we're gonna have almost everything. It's gonna it's, it's considered a house of pain death match. Whatever we get, we could put pain in your pocket. We're gonna use. You know what I mean? So it's pretty much gonna be really ridiculous. You know what I mean? For the honor of J.C. Bailey, we're going to do not one, not two, but three death matches. And we're also going to have, like, regular matches, but this is J.C.'s style, you know what I mean? That's what he likes to do. He sacrificed his body. And, of so course, it's going to be like a domestic dispute if you went over to, like, New Jack's house. That's pretty much how this whole event's going to sound like. Pretty At least your We're going to have a... Well, I mean, you know, we're still going to have the regular matches. We're going to have, a, like, a lucha match. Uh, we're going to have a technical match. We're going to have a couple, you know, regular matches. But, you know, this is what JC was known for, you know what I mean, for his death match. Even though he was a hybrid wrestler, he could do it all. He can high fly. He could wrestle. He could chain wrestle with you with the best of them. Like, the the, the people like Chris Chris Heroes. You know, he was in there with B-Boy. You know, he was in there with Sanjay Dutt. He was in there with big names, you know what I mean? But the guy also liked, liked to do sick death matches. Like with myself, he wrestled myself, Big Younger, you know, Ian Rodden, Necro Butcher. You know, he 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 was probably in the ring with anybody that was big and indie circuit. He was in the ring, even even other big names. He was a former TNA wrestler. I think he was in the ring with Jeff Jarrett. He was also in the ring with, uh, uh, you know, Jerry King Lawler. He was in there. He even told me a story. I don't know if it was true. But he told me he was before he passed away. He wrestled Mr. Perfect. I don't know if that was true, but you know, I never never looked up on it, but he said he wrestled Mr. Perfect, so I believe him, you know what I mean? It's all coming up on October 23rd, the XWW show. Once again, uh, thanks a lot for uh, for joining us for a few minutes, Mr. California, but uh, where can people once again catch, catch up on all of uh, what's going on with, with uh, XWW from now on? Uh, you can catch me up on, uh, on uh, MySpace, Slash the XWW, and if you uh, curse, I know I know people like Facebook more. You can also catch me on Facebook backslash the XWW Pro. We're gonna have all the info 
you know, and everything else. And, uh, and you know, just, 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 just go to the show, and it's going to be a good cause for JC. Even though it's not a tribute show, it's a dedication show, we're still going to send some money to his family, you know what I mean? Uh, but we're going to hop out. We're going to, we're going to, there's actually going to be a guy dressing up like JC, trying to do what JC used to do, just in the memory of him. You know, and one more thing before I let you guys go, you know, Atomic Drop Show, I, I like like calling you guys up. You guys are pretty cool. I like your show. Uh, what, what my boy used to say, and we're gonna, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this show with his saying and what he used to say: "Stitches are for bitches, where the scars." And that's what I'm gonna do. That's over 23rd. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ship print, and I'm gonna wear those scars that I get that night. I'm gonna want proudly. You know what I mean? So, like, like I say, "Stitches are for bitches, where the scars, man." Thank you, Atomic Drop. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Always enjoy talking to you, man. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Thank you. Take care. See ya. Mr. California joining us here on the Atomic Job Show, of course, putting on a tribute show a, uh, uh, in in memory of uh, J.C. Bailey, independent wrestler here, um, made his name. Going through some some pretty intense uh, moments throughout his career, man. Those syringes are enough to play with. He's like took, taking one in the throat and in the foot. Couldn't even be, begin to like imagine what that feels like, man. I, I was expecting him to say that he uh, like stapled someone's balls together. I'm pretty sure that. that <laughs> God. Oh man. Um. I don't know. I, I something about that though. Probably it it makes me think that some of that has probably been pulled somewhere. In some sort of hardcore match or ultraviolet match somewhere, I'm I'm not saying that JC did it or, or or even the hardcore of course Mr. California did it, but just somewhere I'm I'm pretty sure that that, that maneuver has been pulled off somewhere. But uh, no man, it, it's a uh, it, it's a show definitely worth checking out. It's going down October 23rd. I'm sure that Mr. California will be on in the next few weeks to to uh, come on and talk more about the uh, about the cause and um and the matches coming up. So, yeah, so check them out on MySpace and on Facebook. We'll also link to those pages on our official Facebook page as well. Always a good dude. Mr. California, love having him on. Always a good time. But, but, Justin, you know that we can't go on. You know that we we can't get another show in the books without having this man on the air. So, let's go ahead. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. All right, right, I'm waiting. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. All right, I I, want to talk to you real quick. All right, I'm talking. Let's go. All right. What the hell happened to your Eagles on Sunday? Well, what happened to what happened to poor Corn Cobb? You mean Kevin Cobb? No, Kevin Corn Cobb. That's what, that's his new nickname. It, it's Corn Cobb, or would you prefer okay. Cornhole? Uh, you need to shut your cornhole before I stick something in. Now, here's the thing, Kevin Cobb. Got hurt. He, he uh, you know, he had a concussion, and of course, concussions are nothing to play with, both in football and professional wrestling and whatever other sports or sports entertainment that um, that you want to call it. But concussions are obviously nothing to play with. He he got one. He, he left the game. I do not question Andy Reid's decision. Um, personally, I, I think Cobb should, should, should sit out at least one more week. Hell, I, I think every single player 
that gets a concussion on the field or, 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 or you know, during practice, during during game, wherever. I think that every single guy that gets a concussion should, uh, should be forced to take the next week's game off, too, because it's like, you know, that's really not anything somebody should play with. And so, you know, uh, at, after he went down, Michael Vick came, came in, and he got almost as many yards rushing as he did passing. So, uh, you know, that kind of screwed up my fantasy team. But, you know, my Eagles, we came close, all right? We we came close. And I know that, that you're just fans because you're just a, you're, you know, you're like a Packer fan for some reason. And so I know that all you want to do is gloat. But it's okay, man. My Eagles are going to come back. It's all right. I'm not it's saying we're about to win the NFC, but we'll do all right. There's, there's like a huge smile on my face right now. Hey, well, t- trust me, dude. I, when I come out there on Friday, I'm going to get off the plane and I'm going to have just that one hat. I'm, I'm going to wear this, 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 one eagle, this one eagle hat for all five days just to remind you how superior my team is. Now, of course, you know, if you want to go, you know, go all the way back, you know, it was a few years ago where Donovan McNabb and my Eagles, you know, we kind of beat up on your uh, on your Packers, and it was uh, I, I for for some reason I remember the play being like a fourth down and twenty six, and Donovan just fired back. Oh no 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 no! You want to just. Just, uh, just brush why do you want to bring up the past? Because right now we're living in the why past. Why do you want to bring up the old stuff from, from, from two days ago? Well, that's you know because there's still current event. It's not current. It's still current event. Because you seem to be making a lot of excuses right there for your boy Corn Cobb. He went down with a concussion. Concussions are serious issues, so I don't understand how that's Matt, Matt Stafford threw an threw a touchdown pass with a dislocated shoulder. Okay, so what's your point? He could have went back out there and continued to play. Okay, Uh, yeah. A shoulder injury. First of all, it's dumb that he was left in there on week one, no less. If it was a playoff game or, or, or like a Super Bowl, I I can understand it just a little bit, just a little bit. But first of all, this is a brain injury, okay? You see these guys now, you know, and there have been many studies that, you know, that show. Hell, I even hate to bring this up, but I will tie this thing back to wrestling. Chris Benoit. Yeah, I knew he, you were going to go there. Well, I'm saying because he's the most prevalent ish uh, the, the, the most prevalent example, and damn it, the poster boy of, of why concussions aren't anything to play with. Because hey, the dude hey, had hey, a brain hey. the size of, like, a two-year-old. What? You know I'm just teasing you, right? Who gives a damn? I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just, you know, just, like, messing with you. I didn't expect to get the full rant on here. Sorry, man, I get passionate. I, I know it's dedication. This is probably the closest you're going to get to the East Coast right here. Mind you, you're in Buffalo Bill country when you show up here. I'm going to roll out with my uh, with my 
Eagles hat in my San Francisco 49er TO jersey. That it doesn't match at all. But I'm gonna roll out there and I'm gonna just rep my rep, rep my Eagles proud in my uh, my love for TO. I'm gonna just wear that product too, even though it's a severely outdated jersey. But you know what? I said I was passionate about wrestling and, and injuries and concussions and all that stuff. But this guy is just passionate. This fool just a loose cannon. Hopefully, he has something to rant about. You know what this is. You know what time it is. Let's go ahead and hit the music. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It is time for flipping it with Jimmy Z. Jimmy, what's going on, man? What's happening, gentlemen? Jimmy Z. You know, it's a good thing I caught SportsCenter tonight because I would have had no idea that even Ocho Cinco was on the show last night. I was uh, unfortunately out of town and uh, was not in my hotel room between 9 and 11, which means I have not seen any of last night's show. Wait, so, all right. Uh, that means that you didn't see any of last night's show. There no. wasn't any TNA impact last week. Um, yeah, I'm pretty dry. Uh, this fool just, just came in unloaded. Wait a minute. Jimmy, I'm disappointed, man. Disappointed. Yeah, yeah, I'm a failure. Oh, man, I wouldn't say a failure, but, man, come on, dude, you got to... Call in a, well, well listen, 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 if, if this gets me anywhere, the reason why I was occupied last night is because I was too busy at Yankee Stadium watching Eminem and Jay-Z perform. Good answer. Good reason. Very good answer. Very good answer. Okay. Mind you... I, and I'm going to be all honest I really don't give a, I, I felt, I feel so bad for the people that are jealous that I went because I don't really give a damn about either two. Um, I mean, I was hoping, I was hoping for some more old Jay-Z and I got two songs of a hard knock, I got two songs off of the Hard Knock of Life Volume 2 album. Um, but the only time I actually stood off of my seat Okay, was when Eminem brought out Dr. Dre, and then my life was complete. Dude, Dr. Dre, what the hell has he been doing? Wait, 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 what, what, what did he come out and perform last night? Um, he was the last person that Eminem brought out. First, he brought out D12, and they did three. They did three of their songs. The thing is, this is my first rap concert, and I'll tell you what I like about rap concerts is they'll play like they'll play like a, a minute and a half of a song, and then go to another one which I never get that at a rock concert, and then I get pissed off when they don't play a certain song I want to hear. I think they should start embedding that. I think on all concerts, I came up with a strategy that, you know, play what you're going to play in full length, and then give me like a 20-minute harmony of the rest of the songs you don't have time for anymore. I can't agree with you more because, you know, you go to so many rock shows or whatever, and it's like, oh, you know... It was a nice set, but it's songs that you that you want them just to like hear hear just a piece of them live. Yeah, I like the whole thing, just a little piece. And so rap concerts they 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 do that well. 
it wasn't so bad, dude. So Eminem comes out, then he brings out D12, then he brings out 50 Cent, then he brings out G-Unit, and then he brings out Dre, and then that's when I had to get off, get off my seat when Dre came out. And let me tell you something, dude. Dr. Dre is like Jack, dude. This guy's got shoulders. He's just a monster. I couldn't believe how big, how, how like, caught and just ready to kick somebody's ass this guy was. He, was, he, he looks like he's more ready to kick somebody's ass right now than he did when he was in NWA. It was unbelievable. Tony, man, Dre, like, man, I, I actually have yet to see Dre in concert, so I need to, I mean... Well, I don't, don't get me wrong, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, I mean, he came out and he did, like, they, they, he, Dre was only out there for a good, like, six, seven minutes. You know, did a couple, did a couple songs, you know, but, um, you know, but that was definitely my highlight, being old school the way I am, you know, and, and, I mean, I've had, I've had NWA stuck to my CD player for about a month now, so I've been just listening to some, you know, Ice Cube and Easy and those guys, but, you know, and then, like I said, I was hoping Jay-Z would have done some more old stuff, but in all actuality, the people that listen to him right now and listen to, the people that pay him right now are not really the people that listen to Hard Knock of Life Volume 2, it's really everything else that he's come out with since then, you know. Uh, but then Jay-Z brings out Kanye West, uh, uh, Nicki Minaj, I think, some, some pink-haired girl, looks like Little Kim. Right. Um, they brought out, um, Drake, he brought out, uh, Beyonce, you know, so in some other guy, too, that I, apparently everybody else knows, but I have the foggiest idea who the hell he is. Um, so that's, that's what I was doing on my Monday night. Um, so I got no wrestling action in me, and, um, but it was funny when I did see it on SportsCenter, and the guys that were hosting SportsCenter had no idea who The Miz was. That was, uh, uh, yeah, that's what I said. I guess they don't know that he's awesome. Uh, this would be the part where I need to cue up the sound, so hold on a second. Miz, where are you? I'm The Miz, and I'm... Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, I'm with that whole thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, I I, I don't I, I I you know I don't I don't really think they're gonna do anything exciting on SmackDown until it goes over to Sci-Fi. Uh, so SmackDown I think just overall is pretty boring. Um, have they done anything with the old with the with the second season of NXT yet? Did they come invade anybody yet? You know what? Uh. Caval was apparently on SmackDown this past Friday. I actually did not get a, a chance to see it. Um, uh, I'm not sure what he he did. Justin, did you happen to catch uh, what happened on Friday? What happened on Friday's uh, SmackDown? I was too busy packing boxes. So there's three dudes. There's three. At least there's three guys over here that are legitimately associated with the wrestling show. Two hosting, one, uh, you know, one is a so-uncalled uh, guest host every week and, um, or guest, uh, guest segment every week. And the three of us did not watch SmackDown. So we can all pat ourselves on the back there. Great. Very good. Very nice. Yeah. 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 And, and there's no impact, so nothing to make fun of there. All right. Uh, well, well. Did you happen to, uh, <laughs> there's only one, one show left. Did you, uh, happen to catch any of NXT last week? No, no, no. no. Not awful. No, no, absolutely not. But they're yeah. featuring all women, though. I mean, you know, 
Yeah, um, I mean, I guess I'll watch it uh, at some point, but um, yeah, it wasn't anything that I was too uh, overly eager to make sure I had on the DVR. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So let's get down to business, man. Let's go ahead and get down to business, Jimmy. All right. Today's Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. After Thursday, and then Friday. That's the big day. That's when I'm coming out there. All right? So, uh, the first stop that Justin and I are making is to Jimmy V. So, so uh, you're, coming out, you're coming out on Friday? Yep, sir. Uh, yep, right on Friday. So, you tell me. Uh, you know, I ain't a lot. So, just, you know, just, just fix me up, you know, what you think is just your best platter. I, it could be a garbage plate. It could be just... But what, 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 time is your, what time is your flight arriving? Justin? I think it's like around, he uh, drops down to like 7 o'clock on Friday night. Oh, just stop, by after, just, just stop by after the airport and we'll take care of business. I'll be here. Get up, man. Sounds good. How long are you in town for? He's going to be in town I'm for about... Oh, go ahead. Well, no, I, I'm leaving on, on Tuesday, so I'm here for five days. Five days. Yeah. That's where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, you're all set, man. Friday, do you like, do you like fish? Love this. Love this. Okay. Well, you'll have some nice uh, New England, uh, New England caught of uh, haddock on Friday because we only do fish on Fridays, and then you can come in for the plate and everything else that's on the menu uh, the rest of the time that you're here. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Water well, already, you know. We can love it. Well, at least, at least we got some accomplished tonight. And yeah, on that, no- on, on that note, I think I'm going to have to just get the hell out of here. All right. All right, Jimmy. All right, buddy, I'll see you on Friday, man. See you on Friday. Later, man. Hit the music. Got a lot of Jimmy V. Limiting. Hey, uh, this is some, uh, my call a truncated edition of Limit with Jimmy V, of course. Sure, wasn't it his normal, uh, you know, his normal loose cannon stuff because he didn't get to watch too much wrestling. But it's okay, though. It's okay. I'm going to let it slide for this week because the man's going to feed me. So There you go. Okay. All right. I'm going to explain it back to wrestling right now. Okay. Okay? Let's go back to the Attitude Era. All right. If you All right. like it. Who was probably the most dominational tag team group out of the whole Attitude Era? Tag team or fashion? Tag team. In the Attitude Era? Uh, when does the Attitude Era end for you? Be- because for it me... And ended that, that night after WrestleMania. WrestleMania was at like 15. 15? Right, right after the gimmick Battle Royal. Oh, that was, that was WrestleMania 17. 17, I'm sorry. Uh, who was the... Who was the the best tag team? Yeah. Uh, it depends, dude. I mean, you got to throw in the Dudleys, Evan Christian, and and the Hardy Boys. Um, that you know they were like the epitome of tag team wrestling. Um, I'm trying to think. I I'm obviously missing. 
I'm, I'm obviously missing a very, very big team here. Um, I can't think. Who you have in mind? Who you have in mind? I was thinking the Outlaws. Ah, the New Age Outlaws. Right. right. I totally forgot about it. The New Age Outlaws, Road Dog Jesse James, and Badass Billy Gunn. Who got into some trouble? Ah, dude. Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn. Yeah, man. Uh, what's up with Billy Gunn, dude? I mean, apparently, you know, there's been some uh, some uh, naughty transgressions going on in the life of the one Billy Gunn. Or what's going skip. on there? What's his name? Skip. Skip. His actual name, isn't it Skip? You mean Kip? Just What's K-I-P. that? Kip. K-I-P. Kip. Kip. That, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, Kip yeah. Sheffield. Is he around? Uh, no, no. He's, uh, he's not around. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, actually. Wait, what? I, I think I might hear him. No? Wait. Is he coming around the corner? Skip, you there? Yep, yep, yep. What it do? Thank you, Skip. Gotta love that guy. No, uh, but yes, uh, Kip, 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 Kip James is what they uh they named him in uh TNA. I think his name is like Kip Sop or something like that. But yeah, man, he's uh he he's apparently been like he he's been Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, yep, yep, yep. What did it do? Soundtrack of our lives. So, yeah, man, who knows what's going on there. Um, it's apparently made newspaper headlines and, like, all over in, in the U.K. and I think in Ontario and Canada. So, I don't know. You know, it's, it's a shame when something like, like this is making national headlines. But whenever, what have you, dude. But we got a couple of callers to get to. So, uh... Why don't you say we have, you know, we, we take a couple more calls before you got to get out of here, buddy. Okay, sounds good. All right, for sure. All right, our next call here, we're we're going to go, we're going to try this one. This is either a Skype call or a international call. This is 111 area code. Uh, Skype or international call, you are on the air with the Atomic Drop Show. Hello? 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 Yeah, hello? Hello, how are you doing? Doing all right. Doing all right. Uh, what's your name and where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, Winnipeg, Canada. Sweet, we got the international fans now. In- I heard you guys. I heard. I heard you guys talking about uh, Kid James. Right. Yep. I'm actually uh, the brother of uh, of uh, Pink Sampson, the girl that she was he was dating. Really. I heard that uh, she was based out of Canada too. That uh, that lovely lady. Yeah, she uh, she told me to uh, tell you guys uh, she wants to come on the show next week if you guys can have her on. She wants to talk about it. If she wants to go, hey, hey I I I tell you what. If she wants to come on, Tell her the number, 646-915-9116, the same number that you called, 646-915-9116, and uh, 
And uh, hey, if she wants to call in, then we'll, we're welcome to have her on. All right, then. Thank you very much. I'll tell her about the message and everything she said on YouTube and all that shit was real. Hey, cool. And, and uh, I'm sorry, What? what's your name again, buddy? Eddie. Eddie. So, all right, out Eddie. of curiosity, out of curiosity, how did you find her show? Gotta love it. Gotta love it. You're, something uh, right. Yeah, so, something right there. You know, you, you just have these feelings. You just gotta. I, I, you know, something just wasn't kosher in the land of uh, the the atomic drop headquarters here. Yeah, it, yeah. It, something indeed wasn't quite uh, wasn't quite kosher, and I'm not even Jewish, so I don't even care. But seriously, not cool. Don't cool. try to get one over just in time because just in time will just dish it right on back. There you go. Once again, folks, if you want to call us up, area code 646-915-9116. Let's the number area code 646-915-9116. Talk about uh, WWE, the lack of a TNA show last week. Thank God. Ring of Honor. And I have to throw this out there, and it, it sucks because it's only seven minutes uh, officially left in this show, but... Um, but uh, I gotta throw it out there. Coming up this Friday night in three days, three days, the debut of NWA Championship Wrestling from Hollywood here in the Los Angeles area. It's going to be on Channel 56, 56.1 if you have digital television. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to kick off with an hour special of uh, the history of the National Wrestling Alliance. It's going to be produced by David Marquez. Fantastic job that, uh, that he's doing on that. And, um, yeah, it's going to be just a fantastic show. And for all those people that are not in Los Angeles but they still want to catch the show, don't worry. Like me. All of the, exactly, like you. All of the shows are going to be broadcast and streamed on NWAHollywood.com. Once again, NWAHollywood.com. And, you know what, in, in, in fact, I, I think I'm going to have to uh, take that option because, of course, I'm going to be in New York for for the weekend, but I'm going to have to take take some time out of uh, that weekend and uh, go ahead and check out the uh, the final product, NWA Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, featuring Scott Bryan Adam Pierce, Claudio Casagnoli, Cole Cabana, uh, uh, Willie Mack, all these guys that uh, appeared at the same thing, plus only for, well, more surprised that only the NWA can deliver. It's going to be good. Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, KDOC in L.A. and NWAHollywood.com starting this Friday night. So, so that card, that, I feel bad that you got to miss out on that. Oh, dude, uh, trust me, when when uh, when you and the future Mrs. Time are alone doing whatever it is that you guys are going to do, I'm going to, you know, uh, sneak into the bedroom and, well, not your bedroom, that's I'm going to go and uh, check out what the final product looks like because being there live, it was an unbelievable experience and uh, it's it'll be a great show for sure. Great show. But we're going to send it to another caller, not just any other caller. This this is quite frankly just our super fan. And you know what? We can't even like give a really proper introduction to this man anymore. But he is our biggest fan, and uh, we are the biggest fans of his, ladies and gentlemen. 
Dakaris is on the air. Dakaris, buddy, are you there? Hey, Dakaris. Hello. Dakaris. Apparently, he seems to be doing his... Uh, what what impression do we challenge him? Is Vince uh, impersonation? Yes, yeah, let's go challenge him to a Vince McMahon impression, and right now it looks like he's doing a Scott Hall impression because he's not there. Um, Ooh. Uh, Dakaris, one more time. Hello, buddy, you there? All right. You know, that is the sign Super of... Super fan right there. Super fan right there. See, you know, that is a sign uh, that your show is growing, that your number one fan is, is, there, is, is like standing you up on the air. That's a fantastic sign of how, how much your show is growing. Gotta love this, man. It's a fantastic hey. show, man. I gotta love it. I, gotta I know. It. I mean, don't forget, too, uh, this Sunday, Night of Champions. This Sunday night, Night of Champions is going to be an amazing show. Hold on one second while I pull up the lineup. Night of Champions 2010 coming to us from uh, right outside of Chicago, right? I think so. Yes, sir. And I can probably name some of the card. Well, I have the entire card right in front of me. And right now there are six matches. Six matches. So I'm going to I'm gonna quiz you. Okay. Of all of the matches. What What are the matches... All six that are on the Night Champions card. All right. We got the six-pack challenge for the WWE Championship. And name the participants. What's that? Name the participants. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Uh, hey, because on your birthday, man, you got to know. Before okay, I you ready? You ready? Day, okay, Wade Barrett, Chris Jericho, Randy Orton, uh... John Cena, uh-huh. Edge, and uh-huh. Shane. There you go. Congratulations. I All will right. give it up to you, man. Congratulations for knowing everybody that's going to be on. All right. Then you also got Kane versus The Undertaker. Okay. CM Punk versus Big Show. In the only non-title match of the night. Okay. Yep. Uh, if we're on a night of champions. Uh... Then you have the women's championship or the unification match between Lake Cool and Molina. Okay. Very good. And then you have Daniel Bryan versus the Miz. Okay. And then I'm this is probably a SmackDown title, it's probably the Intercontinental title, correct? If it is, who's in it? Oh, boy, it's probably uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Kofi Kingston. There you go. Holy Congratulations. Shit. Congratulations for uh, memorizing the the United Champions card. Uh, fantastic job. Only six matches, but, of course, the uh, six-pack challenge is going to be an elimination match, and that's going to take up quite a bit of time. i tell you what. We're going to break down that card in, in a second, but we're going to try one one more caller here. It's one-on-one again. I'm not sure if this is the same one, but hell, I'm going to try one more time. One-on-one. You're on the air. See Tom and Joshua. Who is this? And you go. So, there oh, you go. 
And by the way, uh, you've just been hung up on. Uh, so, um, <laughs> really, no, no, that, that's just not, that's just not cool. Right. I'm going to try yet another time, one more time, for the cars, all right? The cars, buddy, are you there? Go to cars. The cars. The cars, are you there? Hey, yo. raging redneck who has a fetish for us, who just likes to play sound clips, and our number one super fan can't even get a hold of us. Wait, so, you know what? Maybe the guy that was calling from the 111 area code, you know, maybe after a year and a half has finally taken you up on your challenge, maybe he's calling in to get some FaceTime because he's finally found a copy of Snow John. Maybe he wants to cash in. Maybe he wants that, that, that signed 8 by 10 photo of you, dude. That could be. I mean, I have the book with me. If he can call in and actually give me the page number and actually quote from it, I will be more than happy to send him out with 8 by 10 glossy. Ah, <laughs> oh, there is something. By the way, you will be more than happy to know that that book does exist, and we will actually may read a passage out of it, too. Oh, trust me, it's going down, dude. It's going down. Uh, when uh, I come out there, I want to see. I I want to hold this book in my hand, Snow Job. I want Snow Job in my hand, so to speak. I want to read a passage from that book, and it's going to be uh, very, very scary. Graphic. It's one of those graphic novels from, like, Frank Oz. Frank Oz? City. Ah, I see, I see. All right, well, until Dakaris is back with us, God knows where he is about now, but let's go ahead and break down the the, uh, WWE United Champions lineup coming to us this Sunday night, September 19th, from the Allstate Arena in Chicago, Illinois. My birthday. Wait, ah, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, let's go ahead and play the clip. Us doing 
stuff. Shows or whatever. I mean, you know, not not even like this stuff, because I know that it's going to be just chock, chock full of excitement. But uh, as far as shows, what's our gauntlet? What type of gauntlet are we running? Well, I'm thinking that what we can do is we tried this before and it got lost. I'm thinking what we can do is we will record a match together and then post it up on YouTube and then sync it up. So all the fans can find that video out in their local store and then have us to play-by-play during the match. Ah, yes. One of our uh, experiments that you came up with. Fantastic idea, by the way. Fantastic. Um, the, uh, the, the first one didn't quite go exactly as planned, but, you know, that plus it was lost. You know. It goes with the uh, lost episode. Yeah, it, it, it certainly does. Just talking up with, with all of those lost episodes, all 20 of them that never saw the light of day, thank God. But, um, or the very first episode. Hey, this will never see that episode ever again. Never. Never again. Ever. Ever. God, that was easy. All right, so when we're done re- recording commentary for uh, these matches, then what? I mean, are we doing any uh, any shows like you know live shows out on location? Because this, I would, this I only, believe, I'm sure we're going to do one right after Night of Champions. It's all right. Our closet. All right, I'll set it up right now. Set it up. And hopefully one right after uh, Monday Night Raw. So one after. A lot of champions, the one after Monday Night Raw, plus, oh, all right, well, look, since we're going to be in, in front of the computer all day in, anyway, please tell me that we can make a, a damn near promise that we're about to do a sell for Night of Champions. I, yeah, we can do a sell for the Night of Champions. I would love to do that. All right, because it's been way too long since we've done a sell. Uh, let's see. Let me check. Let me check. Let's go. Uh, I think it was WrestleMania. Was it? Yeah, it was. I guess it was. I guess it was WrestleMania. Let me see. Yep. That was, yep, that was the last one. At 9,072 views. WrestleMania 26 hard sell. Beautiful. 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 Are we now in the after hours party? Officially, we are in the after hours party. Officially, we are. Of course, right now, NXT is going on. The all diva cast of NXT. Did you happen to to catch NXT last week? Uh, Nope. I have no desire to watch these uh, women uh, wrestle. Well, well, I watched it last week, and uh, a couple things stand out on each woman. Um, but, uh, pardon the pun, uh, oh God. NXT, last Tuesday night, NXT was on the air 
and uh, Naomi, the black chick, she, you know, she she was on there doing her thing, and she pretty much won, like, both physical challenges. She she won, like, the dancing contest, and she won, like, a little obstacle, obstacle course. And the crowd really seems to be behind her, and she seems like the the most capable out of any of those divas to go on and actually make something of themselves. Of course, the the big, tall, giant uh, ISIS, the Amazon, also known as Aloisa, or however you said her name, she was gone, and apparently there was this big thing about her being being taken off the show because of some racy photos that had surfaced online, and it was just you know what I good. Think? What'd you hear? I heard from uh, Dave Melser because mm-hmm. I have him on speed dial. Actually, yeah, that uh, the reason why they took her off wasn't because of the photos, was that she wasn't quite ready yet to be placed onto uh, TV. I don't know why all that. I mean, I, I've seen her before, and she's I, she's television ready. If you protect her, like you're obviously not gonna put her out there and have a, a back and forth match against you know between her and like Kelly Kelly, that's just ridiculous. But if she plays a better version of Beth Phoenix, where she just comes in, she's like the big bad diva, and and she comes in and just becomes a badass, and she just tosses these Barbie doll girls around. I think that if you if you protect her like that, then she could make she could potentially make some money for your company. She really could, but uh, I don't know. She when, when I saw her live, she seemed ready enough. Certainly not any worse than four out of the six divas that that were on the show last week. But I have to throw it out there that Vicky Guerrero's new diva, uh, God, I forgot her name. Stacy? Nah, 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 nah. Justin, entertain the people for a second, man. I got to uh, get interactive for a second. All right. Well, as you many people may or may not know, I have officially moved in with the future Mrs. Time. So I'm sitting here trying to unpack everything into the second bedroom, right where, uh, Kyle will be staying, and I'm trying to make it more like home, adding more like wrestling flair here and there and whatnot. That's flair. Woo-hoo. All right. There you go. So, proudly displayed on my computer desk is none other than the official XFL signed autograph football from Vince McMahon. And also, uh, above that, is the greatest intercontinental champion of all times, autographed guitar, Honky Tonk Man. Which will be proudly displayed as soon as Mr. Cruz comes in. I don't know, man. I mean, I can dig the excess billboard. I like that. I really dig that. The Honky Tonk Man, yeah, he wasn't bad, but he's more of a your thing. But I could definitely appreciate that, though. I can definitely appreciate that. Uh, but, but yes, her new name is, uh, or her name on the show, 
uh, is uh, Caitlin. 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 Yeah, Caitlin. buddy. Caitlin. Yeah, dude. And her real name is Celeste Bonin? Yeah, Caitlin's easier. No, no, I, I'm, I, well, uh, the reason why I'm saying this is because if you go online to, like, Google Images, turn the safe search off, you want to know that her name is Celeste Bonin because her photos are considerably racier than uh, old ISIS the Amazons, and she's my new favorite to win the whole thing on on NXT because she she has every single con- every single conceivable asset needed to win this contest. And uh, yeah, yeah, dude, she's she's kind of hot. Okay. Hey, you found the future Mrs. Time. I've just found the future Mrs. Cruz. That's all I got to say. I was about to make a bad joke, but I ain't going to go there. No, go ahead. Go ahead and do that. Are you just going to be cruising onto that vagina? Oh, oh, dude, you have no idea, man. Man, I got the bottle of ether ready. I got the bottle of ether ready. I got the towel. I got, like, you know, freaking... Uh, an, an empty truck, an empty trunk with the truck, and uh, yeah, dude, just knock her out, toss in the trunk, drive away, boom, do what it do, and then just leave her in the uh, Yep, yep, yep. What it do? That's the sound check of our lives right there. You better believe or, it. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, seriously. All right. So, let's go ahead and break down uh, Night of Champions just real quick before we got to get out of here since it's, it's about what, 17 minutes left to go in, in the show. Let's go ahead and start from the uh, proverbial bottom and what I consider the bottom to be is the only match in the show that doesn't have a title on the line. That's going to be the big show going up against CM Punk. Nice SmackDown feud for you. Um you know, your thoughts on, you know, the big show. I mean, he, he's been systematically dissecting the uh, Straight Edge Society over the past few weeks on SmackDown and CM Punk, the leader. He's, he seems to, while not be as big as the big show, he certainly seems to uh, have outsmarted him just a few times in the uh, in the week leading towards Night of Champions. So who do you think is going to come out on top between the big show and CM Punk and Night of Champions? I'm thinking, uh, I'm going to say Big Show. Big Show. Big Show. I hate to say it, but just because they have to try to end this feud right about now. Yeah. It's getting old, and it's getting stale, and it's kind of like the Matt Hardy, uh, Drew McIntyre type bit. Okay, wait. Can I take a pin there? All right. I'm going to have to go on a quick rant about Matt Hardy in, in just a second. But, but before we do that, for one last time, one last time, we are going to go to our super fan, the cars. Please, are you there? The cars, man. Are you yes, there? Sir, yes, I'm here. Hmm? What's going on, dude? Where, where have you been, man? We tried like two times to get you on the show, and you haven't been there, man. Where have you been, buddy? Oh, oh sorry, sorry, man. I had to, I had to eat, man. I had to eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason. That's a good reason. 
What's on your mind tonight, man? How's the next team? Oh, oh, it's, oh, it's doing good so far. They about to do this. Um, oh, I bet not for for you. Yeah, it's a joke off. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. A joke off. Yes, not a choke off. A joke <laughs> off. Yeah, joke off. I was like, okay. Right. Walk on. Right, so, so I'm about to tell a joke that is going to offend most. Uh, cars. I think you're cool, but are you offended easily, cars? Oh, come again? What? Are you offended easily? Offended easily? Uh, oh, so, uh, a little, yeah. Sometimes it, it, it depends on the matter, the situation. Yeah. All right. Well, well, well. Then I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I won't tell the joke on the air. Uh, I will tell it. Uh, I'll offend it some, somewhere else, but I, I, I don't want to offend you, especially when you are on the. Uh, on the line, on the line with the session after us waiting uh, about an hour and fifteen minutes to get from the show. What an awesome, but, what an awesome lead up to the choke off there. Yes, I know. Indeed, indeed. Uh, oh, the cars. I have to ask you, since Jimmy Z alluded to this earlier on in, in, in the show, both himself, Justin, and myself didn't catch SmackDown. I'm assuming you did, right? Uh, yeah, I, I caught SmackDown. Uh, did anything happen with, with the Season 2 rookies uh, of NXT on last week's SmackDown? Uh, no, there were no Season 2 rookies, man. No. Well, oh, oh, it Caval. Yeah, other Caval, yeah. And what did, what did Caval do on SmackDown last week? Oh, oh man, before his match, he was lit, lay cool and stuff, pretty much saying he tired him like saying, that's all he hears when he's, when you hear, when you hear Lay Cool arguing bunch of, like a damn babies and stuff, so you know, and then he faced Drew McIntyre. And who won that match in the Um, Drew McIntyre, which I was so pissed off, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, I would imagine that they would need to build up Cobalt. Just a little bit since so few people that watch SmackDown or Raw watch NXT and they have no clue who this guy is. I mean, he's, you know, here comes this guy with this really, really deep voice, but he's like five foot four. You know, it's like people aren't going to really take this guy seriously. So for him to lose on his first outing outside of NXT is kind of disappointing, but that's fine. Anything else that was uh, on your mind, either as it relates to a Raw, SmackDown, or Night of Champions this Sunday? Oh, well, Raw last night, of course. Uh, I was, I was so happy with um, earlier in the night when the night kicked off with o- Ocho Cinco and the Miz um, exchanged each other. That that made my night, and and I marked out big time when he's like, when Chad Ocho Cinco was like, I got two words for you, the Miz, and he's like, what? And he's like, Child, please. <laughs> I marked out big time for that. That was pretty pretty funny, man. I mean. Chad Ocho Cinco did all right in, like, the first segment, but he seemed kind of stiff, though. Like, I'm not sure, you know, whether he was this, like, coach oh, not to be too boisterous or whatever, but, man, he, he, he wasn't his normal self. He, he, he seemed kind of constricted and awkward and nervous, whatever. I'm not sure what the deal was. Yeah, well, cause, yeah, because you know Chad Ocho like a party and stuff, though. I'm like, I know that's not a, 
Yeah, Ocho Cinco, because, like, you know, he's kind of, like, holding back, I think. Yeah, he's kind of holding back. You know? Yep, yep, yep. All right, man, anything else from Raw last night? Oh, um, oh, that tables match between um, Cena Orton and then with the Nexus getting involved, that that had to be the best thing that Raw's done in a good while, I mean, in my opinion. Um... It was decent. I wasn't a big fan of, like, the Fed throwing out Randy Orton against John Cena in, in any match just on, on a Raw. I think that that should be, like, pay-per-view only, even though we have seen it, you know, s- several times over the past year and a half. But, you know, still, you have to keep that match special because they are two of your biggest baby faces, and you can't just throw it out there on the quote-unquote season premiere Raw related edition of Monday Night Raw. That doesn't make too, too much sense to me. But as for the match itself, if you could just not think about that part of it, there wasn't anything wrong. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and um, finally with Night of Champions. Yeah, oh, oh I can't, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, of course, Daniel Bryan the Miz for the U.S. title like everyone else, and, and especially um, Taker and Kane, and, and finally the – which is now the six-pack elimination challenge match with yeah, and Jericho back in. So I'm like, so I'm very excited for Night Champions this Sunday. It should be a good card, and Jess and I are going to run that down in just a second, man. But I know I saw your Facebook post that you you know you have a very very busy weekend, and and uh, and you're going to have a, a lot to look forward to coming up this weekend, but. Don't forget, I want my honey bake ham. When when I'm on my way back to L.A., I want my honey bake ham. So, you know. Uh, go to their website. Yeah. Huh? What's up? I'm like, go to their website. Don't they have one? Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I want one personally delivered to me by uh, our super fan. There you go. Maybe that's too much to ask. All right, all right man. All right, the cars, dude. Well, enjoy Night of Champions. We we will be it. We will be back uh, on Sunday night. We're gonna do a uh, a or, or scheduled to do a, a post Night of Champions show. So stay tuned for that uh, this Sunday as well. So just you know, pay attention to our uh, our Facebook pages and all that good stuff because we'll be t- letting you know all the details on that. All right, buddy. Uh uh. All right. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, no. I I can't forget. I can't forget. I challenged you last week. I challenged you last week. You needed to go and study some tape and do a Vince McMahon impression. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm ready. Um. Well, then let's do it then. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the Cars and his Vincent Kennedy McMahon impression. And action. Everything on earth. It has to come to an end. I never thought the one time that my world came crashing down. Tonight, I have to do something that even I will regret. I'm not going to let Ric Flair kill what I created. It's, it's that slow eating kind of cancer. It's not quick. And, and I, I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill my creator. I'm going to inject with a lethal dose of poison. 
If anybody's gonna kill my creation, I'm gonna do it. Me with the N W. Uh. Holy fucking shit. The cars, man, you you got me being every single category, dude. I I I quit. I quit. You 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 get applause, dude. That is <laughs> wow. I'm speechless. How can you not be? The cars with the impersonation of the century with that Vince McMahon. That was pretty damn convincing. Nice job, wow. cars. Thank you. I concede uh, ever saying that you couldn't do a Vince McMahon impression as good as me because, damn it, that was pretty good. But, uh, wow, that 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 is going to leave things on, on a high note. The cars, man, uh, be sure to call in on Sunday after that champions, okay? Because, uh, man, I, wow, it, it, man, um, I, I'm, I'm sorry because I'm, I'm still just like just dumbfounded by how awesome that impression was. But yeah, call us back on Sunday, all right? Oh, uh, oh, oh, y'all going last Sunday? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, you said you were going to do a special edition of the show Sunday night, right? Oh. Right, right. We are going to go live Sunday and Monday night, but Sunday night after night after night of champions. So check it out. Just to stay tuned for our Facebook and all that good stuff, and we'll let you know about it. Okay. Uh, okay, and you said Monday, too, or next week? It's tentatively yeah. Monday. Tentatively Monday, as of right now, pretty dang for sure Sunday. So just stay tuned for that. Okay, okay. all right. All right, because I am going to make it to Nine Champions no matter what. So, yeah, I'm going to. All right, yeah. Because I got, yeah. All right. All right, then, all right. man. We'll talk to you then, okay, buddy? All right. All right, see you. See you. Talk to you Sunday. All right, you. That's good, buddy. All right, good night, y'all. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, super fancy cars. Gotta love it, dude. Wow. Yeah, hey, man. That just an impression was awesome. God, that 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 was sickening. Makes you want to like start running back. Don't ask him about the XFL. We'll have him on Sunday. All right, so I'm gonna do. A mini rant, real quick, because it's only like four minutes left in the show. Matt Hardy, this idiot has been fat. I'm just laying it out there. The dude is fat. I don't care if it was just for, for some medical reason. I, it probably was, but he said that it was medical reason like a year ago. All right? Since then, he's put on more weight. I just recently saw a picture from uh taken from a couple of weeks ago. I just recently saw a picture of a Matt Hardy looking big, like cut was hanging out like crazy. And my thing is that WWE apparently sent him home as in made made him leave the show. He he couldn't wrestle because they were concerned about his his condition. And you know, when you're wrestling it's supposed to be a cosmetic business and you're obviously gonna do your you're gonna be pushed to to the top or at least higher than you are if you look a certain way. Now, I'm not saying he needs to become Jack, Jack, Jack to the Guilty because that's just ridiculous. But when you have your gut hanging out badly 
Matt Hardy, he, he needs to just go somewhere, sit down, shut the fuck up. Because he keeps talking about Matt Hardy will not die. Damn it, Matt Hardy apparently will not die it. That's his problem, all right? So Matt Hardy, just please, just go somewhere, take some time off, ask to be released from WWE, go to Tina, go do whatever you need to do to get yourself in better ring shape because right now, Matt Hardy, you are making an embarrassment of yourself and uh, and all of your fans, we're slowly but surely starting to turn on you, man, and it's a shame uh, what he's doing, man, because, God, dude, he's, he's looking fat. It's not good. The F-18, not the P-H-T. Yeah, right, exactly. All right, uh, Quickly, let's run down the, the rest of the night of the uh, United Champions card we have for the Intercontinental Championship. Dolph Ziggler against Kofi Kingston. It's uh, for the Intercontinental Championship. If Ziggler gets counted out or disqualified, he will lose the title. Who you got? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to go with Dolph still. Me too. Uh, let's see. We have the United States Championship on the line, and this is the match that I'm uh, looking forward to. Uh, Probably second only to the WWE title match, The Miz versus Daniel Bryan. I'm, I'm picking Daniel Bryan for the quote unquote upset and beating The Miz. Who you got? Daniel Bryan for the upset. World Heavyweight Championship on the line, Kane versus The Undertaker. Kane, will he leave the Champions with the belt? I'm going Kane. I'm saying Undertaker. Undertaker's going to leave Night Champions with the world title. We have the WWE Women's Championship and the Diva Championship interstage match. Layla or Michelle McCool, Team Layla versus Melina. Who you got? I'm going with the Diva Champion right now, Melina. I'm going with Layla Cool right, right here. Layla is going to keep the belt. Seamus, Wade Barrett, Edge, Randy Orton, Johnson, and Chris Jericho. Six-pack eliminate. Ah, I can't speak. Six-pack elimination challenge. That's quite a tongue twister for the WWE title. Who you got? Me, I'm picking Randy. Randy Orton. Who you got? Real quick before you I'm go. I'm picking Seamus. For show, join us for the United Champions recap show this Sunday night here on Blossom Radio. Stay tuned for our Facebook and all of our social networking tools. Good night. See ya.